wanted to tell everybody okay. that I know it's a bit early, yeah. but we really need to get on uh, the holiday season okay. so we can oh blow it out uh, this year. Right. I want to see profits bigger than ever, oh. than ever. So discuss that on oh tonight's show. Have a meeting on the end. All right. I don't really care. Just get the ratings up. All right. Okay. Um, well. Yes. So, um. <laughs> wow. Um, last minute uh, Christmas thing. Totally. Yeah. So, um. That's a lot. Are you? Okay. <laughs> so much to do. Take a finger. Jocelyn's just making some holiday dishes. We're oh. experimenting so we can be ready early this year. Everything this year is about being early. Oh, being I know ready it. Early, yes. For Christmas. And so she's experimenting. We're doing various cookies, uh, breads, cakes with holiday icing, uh, jello molds, and then other kinds of desserts that are, are healthy, and then some are unhealthy. And I've got my nose here, and we've got a pre. Uh, List. Okay. It's called a pre-list mm-hmm. of the peoples we's going to invite Excellent. to all our festivities for the holidays. Right. And what's that say? What's that sound? It's Is just, that a demon? Ah, no. what's that sound? Oh, my God. Italian Pernian. Let me clear that. Jocelyn, she's making some sumptuous holiday experimentations and jello molds and cakes and, and other things. And Jocelyn, are you doing the honey-baked ham with your special sauce? She makes a real mean money money baked ham. Money money baked honey baked ham. It costs a lot of money from um, from me. Yeah, I'm talking about how much you spend my money. But she just basically takes a honey baked ham and she scrapes all the brown sugar crap off that I can't stand. That stupid sweet saccharine crust that just gets in your gut and it rots and sits there, makes all kinds of disease. She scrapes that off the honey-baked ham, and she just pours on a couple of cans of Denison's, or is it chunky soup? I don't know, but... And then she wraps it in bacon and pours maple syrup over it, and she bakes it in, um, like, a bucket of hot oil or something, and um, WD-40. I don't know. But it's really amazing, and it's a really big hit in the Midwest. It's kind of like a meat casserole but without the noodles and the sauce in other words without the casserole and that awful deep dish they come in slathered in those scalloped potatoes and the cornflake crust crap on top oh my god none of that well i like the cornflake crust especially when some of it's burnt and then you add just a little bit of the shake and bakes I like that because that's like real fine, like super fine crushed cornflakes. And I also like to add the Chex Party Mix covered in barbecue sauce. Have you ever tried it with like peppermint toothpaste to add a real thing to it? We've never done that, but one of the neighbors did. She died last year. Oh my goodness, she died from the toothpaste in her casserole? No, she died because she went to one of those protests where all the low IQ idiots on some far fringe political spectrum thing were protesting with signs much they hate everything and they can never get it together. She died at one of those. Oh, well, as long as it wasn't from the casserole. So shouldn't we be getting back to that pre-list of invites you were talking about, Pastor Mike? Oh, that's right. Oh. We need to be highly professional that's after right. Steve Steinberg gave instructions for tonight's meeting. I've got it right here, so everyone pay attention, Pernian. Now listen, Pernian, you listen, Pernian. Not right. All right, so I've got several pages of notes here. 
my biblical device is on the fritz. The sun is down and it's solar power, so I can't use it. I'm just letting everyone know. Purdy write things down. Purdy use a pencil. Alright, so we got Pawnee Midge Gut Rucker. <laughs> and uh, what's this? Uh, she got trucks that run on bacon. And some have real flashy lights. You know how they're trying to come out with electric vehicles or hydrogen powered instead of those petroleum trucks. Well, her trucks run on bacon and some have the flashy lights. So, Polly Midge Gut Rucker, I was thinking of having her say a few words. I think it's a she. Well, it doesn't matter these days anyway. Oh, and then we've got Jimsy Quoodleson. She sells floodles. Those are noodles you can eat as food flooded with flavors. <laughs> She's going to be selling her floodles at the back of the room. And then she'll have some free samples of, as well. Okay, so then we've got Giselda Yapperly and her multicolored cream rinses for all your hair washing needs. Now wait, hold, hold on just a minute. You said... She has cream rinses. That's right. Multicolored cream rinses. Yes. That's not a hair. It's a. That's not a hair salon. It's a cream rinse. Shampoo. Multicolored. Uh, that's not a shampoo. I know well, that. I'm so confused. I'm trying. Well, I can't wrap my hand around a cream oh rinse. Oh my goodness. That washes your hair. It conditions your well, hair. That's what she said. You need to talk to her. She has a faulty product. What? And it probably needs to be recalled. She doesn't need. You know, the last thing we need is everyone passing out products. They're going to end up being recalled and ruin everyone's holidays again. Oh, my goodness. Not like last year. That was so terrible when everyone got raw bacon oh. instead of the crunchy, well-cooked, well-done bacon. I know it. And so many of them died. Well. Well, we can't. I'll talk to Giselda Yapperly about yeah. that. Yeah. All right. So now, can I please move on with this list yeah. so we can get these ratings up? Move it. I don't know why we's having a meeting on the air. Just go. Jack and Mulget, Blodgett, and the Lions. Mm -hmm. I've already talked about this. Them. Now, Marget Blodgett, mm -hmm. you know, they both like to play with lions, but the lion bit Marget Blodgett, and now he limps. He limps. And so they can't do all their jumps and twirls and dances wow. in their lion show in Vegas. Mm -hmm. So Jack and Marget Blodgett is going to bring their stuffed animal lion. It, oh. it really is a stuffed animal mm -hmm. toy. It's not their actual lion they killed right. and they had stuff. So... They didn't kill any lions. It's really just a big toy. All right. And then we've got a Midge Freaker. Mm -hmm. She makes butter toasted buns with medicated frosting. She's found a unique way to do a workaround Big Pharma. Just put the drugs right into the frosting. Depending on use condition, you can have pain-killing frosting or people who's got, like, chronic halitosis, chronic pains and bunions and corns and diarrhea and brain pains and pit stinks and foot stinks and just put the medication into the into the frosting on her butter toasted buns and that's Minge Freaker. And then uh, well that's all I got right now. Does anyone else have any pre-list invites? Okay, I have a few here. Let me get Joplin. Are these the right notes? Oh no, these are all my photos. God, I'm gorgeous. I really do have the looks, I'm telling you. I should be hearing any day from one of those auditions of one of the many shows I did. I can't wait to hear about Doreen. Okay, so anyway, um, Kindy Mabers, she sells non-tapering candle tapers. The world's only candle that doesn't bend, droop, or stink. And I've asked her to bring her candles, um, her tapers, her, her non-tapering candle tapers, um, to the banquet because I thought 
you know, for displays and fashion and style on the table, for a real nice table setting. And besides that, her candles, the non-tapering tapers, they don't bend, droop, or stink. So I think that'd be a real nice holiday touch. Um, and then Junie Looney Gutierrez in her contemporary collection of healing slimes, balms, salves, and analgesic creams and gels. That's all I know about Junie Looney Gutierrez for right now. Um, but she's got a good sense of humor, um, even though she's paralyzed on um, different... She has floating paralysis. It kind of moves around, depending on how funny the jokes are that she tells which are not very funny, and so the paralysis tends to eventually take over when she totally bombs. She just, she really doesn't know how to just kill it, but uh, she bombs a lot, but I thought we'd give her some lift, um, because she's got some really great healing slimes, balm salves, and analgesic creams and gels. And then um, Harry Greenberg, now this one's controversial. He is a demotivational speaker, he's Jewish, and he demotivates shopaholics and shoplifters so they don't go broke or steal. And his tagline is, now remember, Steve, if you're listening, don't call in, because I cleared this with Harry Greenberg, and he says he's Jewish, and he's okay with it, and if I say it, it's not cultural appropriation. And he says, I'm Harry Greenberg, a demotivational speaker. I will Jew you down so that you never go broke or steal again. And he's a real hoot, and um, kind of like that. And then I've got Stan Gefiltowitz. How to unstink your fish dishes, casseroles, soups, salads, dips, and now new jello molds. He's another Jewish dude who knows how to deodorize fish dishes. And, you know, what with Steve and his diet, I thought... We'd better have Stan show up at the banquet so he can unstink any of the fish. I'm just preempting here. Um, I don't have anybody on my pre-invite list yet. Okay. Except maybe like Diane. Oh um, my god. Cecilia. Oh. She's new, but I'm not going to go into it right now. Good. She likes salads, but not steak, but she's not vegan. Like, um, okay. Vivian Tangerine or whoever the hell that was. But anyway, so yeah, I'm just basically going to pass out post-it notes with Mm -hmm. my phone number Mm -hmm. at the Rusty Nail and the Rusty Shovel tonight. I'll probably just go in shorts and flip-flops. That usually gets the babes to sign up. Mm -hmm. And then the dudes, you know, because I'll be showing... Well, I'll... Anyway, so y'all, I'll have a list. Don't he worry be about it. Showing up? Is that you? Oh, he be showing up. That's what's not really happening. Now is Glenda gonna call in? Do we have Glenda's list? Is she involved? Oh in my this? God, Glenda, if you're listening, and you are able to call in without anything atrocious going on, and you know what we mean, Glenda, we're very sorry. But IBS just doesn't play well over the air. Um, SIBO, any of those lower intestinal bowel and colon problems, you need to call it with that, Glenda, because the ratings are going up every time you have an incident. And the problem is, Glenda, is we don't want those kind of ratings. We want we want other kinds of ratings. I'm here. Oh, there you are, Glenda. Yeah, I'm here, guys. So, um, I pre-invite list. Hold on a minute. But you can put me and Shelby down. We'll be there. Old Coley Jones up on the hill. You know he owns the whole hill. He won't be coming. We never invite him. That's okay, though. He don't care. I've got my QAnon list here, um, but everyone's just got a code name, and their code names are in um, 
you know those color hex codes for Photoshop? We had to go to hex codes now so the feds couldn't track us. Mm. You know, we couldn't wait until Elon Musk made oh, up his I know mind it. about buying Twitter. Whatever. So we all refer to each other by hex codes. Okay. So I got my list. You want my list? Yeah. All right, here we go. Remember all these is followed by hashtag FFIAOO. Wow. <laughs> 3XF5OA. I don't get this. COF9B3. What is this? FFFFDC. <laughs> I like him, he's yellow. <laughs> OOA2DE. No, she's real pretty. She's turquoise. I can tell, yeah. It's also her hex code. Okay. And then she's got a friend, light turquoise, 23C4FF. Interesting. And then this real hot dude, real nice, real good personality. Mm-hmm. He's real bright red, FO2A20. Oh. And that's my list right now. We got to keep the names top secret. Oh, so. I know. People don't dox us, you know. Right. Dox? I know. You mean box, Glenda. You don't want them to be boxed. No, yet. that's not Or that. if you mean dox, does that mean you have a dachshund? Do you have a tech dachshunds? You know, dachshunds like to think that they's bigger than they is. Um, they attack everyone with the ferociousness of a dinosaur, even though there's like a teeny tiny little little mouse kind of size doggy, but the dachshunds can't take over the world if we don't let them. I know, honey, but that's not... No, I don't mean dachshund the dogs. I mean doxed when them twidiots, you know, the idiots on Twitter. I can't wait till Elon Musk puts them in the sink and puts the sink out to dry in the trash with the rest of that trash that work there. Oh my God, I'm so sick of that. Well, it's probably safe to say that none of them will be at the Twitter Christmas party, so why don't we move on and talk about our Christmas party or whatever this meeting's about? Uh-huh. I kind of forgot. I forgot too, but oh. I think we were talking about food oh, and something yeah. delicious, mm. and also I'm pretty. You're such a Oh my god. Okay, now we please, let's, let's get it together because, you know, I'm gonna have to start making these cold calls, and I don't like cold calling people, especially people like Pony Midge Gutrucker, her trucks run on bacon, and Dimsy Quoodleson, who sells the flu. Noodles, noodles you can eat as food flooded with flavors. I can't just... I cannot wait to try her flutels. What the hell is a flutel? Uh, oh my god. No, it's just something dumb. No, her flutels are noodles you can eat as food because they're flooded with flavors. It's food flooded with flavors called flutels, and they're noodles. And that's what a flutel is. It's a noodle with flavor. Oh my god, I have a headache after hearing that. I think I need an aspirin. You sound like you're doing actually pretty well tonight, Glenda. I mean, if you know what I mean when I say you sound like you know you're doing pretty well. You get my drift. I get your drift. I don't have a lot of drift tonight. I drank half a bottle of Kaopectate. And then I smeared some Preparation H up there to kind of seal it for the show. I'm just trying something new, you know, since we're all doing experimental things. Yeah, the thing you're not supposed to do up your Ushu, Glenda, is something that Bobby Bobbler did a few Christmases ago, and everyone was so happy at the Christmas party until Bobby Bobbler decided to do what he called his Christmas surprise. Why? And in one Christmas plate, he had a pile of Mentos. Uh And next to the Christmas plate, it was Christmas china. Uh And next to the Christmas plate was the Christmas cup with a secret liquid in it. 
Only I knew it wasn't secret. It was Coca-Cola. Ah. At first he drank the Coca-Cola yeah. and then he shoved all the mantos down his face and then he started vomiting like a volcano and it went all over the place and then pretty soon it was coming out both ends. Oh my God. And then we had to expel him from the church and the smell and we had to open the roof oh and let all the stink out because it was Satan. Yeah. And that's why we don't allow Christmas surprise anymore from Bobby Bogler. No, I don't drink Coca-Cola and then down a whole pack of the mantos. Oh, good. I've seen them oh. on the YouTube channel itself when we watch like the little science YouTube videos uh-huh. on little experiments the idiots do in grain oh, that's right. with minnows and Coca-Cola. Oh, it's terrible. <laughs> we never did see anyone put it in their face or eat it and, and do what you just told me, but yeah, yeah. I guess there's an idiot everywhere, huh? Well, that's what I tried to tell Bobby Bogler and his parents, but they don't believe Pernian because they, that was the same Christmas uh show that we all kind of embarrassing not to Pernia but to the congregation we handed out everyone in the congregation got their own individual Dunning-Kruger award and it was covered in glitter and gold and and red and green baubles and jewels and and gemstones they was fake gemstones but they liked the baubles and the jewels and something shiny and I thought we'd get something fancier than the year before when I got them a a gold spray painted chicken because they was always saying this phrase look a, sh- a shiny chicken a shiny chicken and so I thought well I guess that's what they want for Christmas so I went to the chicken delight and I bought a 18 piece box of chicken and then a 20 piece box and a 50 piece box and then I spray painted all of them gold after we got done dipping them in wax right except spray paint don't stick to wax oh. and then we had to roll them in rubber cement oh my and the glue didn't God do anything to make the paint stick to it so I said we gotta do something about this yeah. and so I had all the kids get some pumice rocks and then they was like rubbing the pumice rocks on the rubber cement to roughen it up oh, God. and some dust storm came through the room and everyone was rubbing their eyes uh-huh. and then the pumice that was on their hands got in their eyes oh, and my they, God. they scratched all their eyes and all the kids went blind that year so I never did oh, get the spray painted chickens just right we entered covering up with uh, some gold glitter instead. Good so Lord. The kids went blind, but we did have shiny chicken. Okay, so just, like, whatever. Oh okay, God. let's get back on track and focus. We all know your congregation <laughs> so is what it is. So, and Catherine, can you, like, move this yeah, along? Yeah, what were we talking about, honey, before oh, we got God. distracted by a shiny chicken? Let me just clear that, because that is really bad Christmas karma. That's what I could do. I could teach people how to heal past Christmas karma. And then we could eat a couple of butter rolls. You know, I've got some of my boxed wine on ice. We could serve that in the solo cups, the red solo cups. Um, I could make a bundt cake, like angel food or chocolate, and cover it in some other kind of an icing so that you think it's German chocolate, but when you bite into it, it's angel food. And you thought my church was dumb, Jonathan. I think that is just stupid. Covering an angel cake with German frosting. Now that's just, that is not very holiday time. I thought it was kind of original, you know. No, well, serve that to your congregation then. Serve them a bunch of angel food cakes covered in German chocolate frosting and 
Let's see if they can tell the difference. Oh, I'd like to see that one. Well, they wouldn't be able to tell the difference between a German chocolate cake that's German chocolate cake and a German chocolate frosting on the angel food cake because they look at they look the same until you cut into them and then they probably still wouldn't tell the difference, Jonathan, because they got the Dunning-Kruger Awards and the Shining Chickens the year before. And don't forget about volcanic vomiting Bobby Bockler. Because we can't have Mentos and Coca-Cola go together, they don't mean You know what I could do in the little branch time for trick-or-treating? I could pour Coca-Cola in their plastic pumpkins and say, Now just hang on. Oh, God. And then drop a handful of Mentos in and watch them go, BOOM! <laughs> Sorry, guys, I just couldn't hold it. <laughs> That's an awesome Halloween oh, my God. trick. Blenda. Especially because the first part's the trick, yeah. and then what? You give them a candy bar, it's the treat, or what? The Mentos was the treat, honey. Oh. For God's sake, somehow made of money, I can barely get the food stamps to pay for the goddamn candy. Now that is not holiday Christian language for holiday times, Glenda. Besides that dimsy son of her flutels, noodles you can eat, like food flooded with flavors, wouldn't approve of such language. I do believe we need to get out and start gathering some more names, otherwise... We're hardly going to have anybody. I mean, we may have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. We've only got nine people. That's not even ten. And you know what Steve says about the number ten. We have to have a hundred times the number ten. What is that strange sound that sounds like someone in a barrio? A barrio? You actually know what one is? Oh, my yes. God. Were you at the barrio in Vegas? That place is a joke. No, not the one oh. in Vegas. No, it's just Jocelyn. And I think... Hold on. What are you doing? Oh, she's slapping the meat. We've got a bunch of frozen meats, and she slaps them, and the force of the physics of the slapping puts heat into the meat while it's still frozen, and that way it thaws at an extra slow rate, so that when you cook it, it comes out super fine. At least that's what she told me, and that's the reason why. I don't understand why she's beating the meat. The gay guys in the stratosphere always talk about beating the meat, and I've never seen any steak or chicken around. I don't know what they're talking about. Yeah, we don't need to go into Bobby it. Bobby Bogler would got in trouble for beating the meat, and that's because he took a whole steak to school, and he had a baseball bat, and whenever someone called his name for passing gas in class, he was called Bobby Bogler passing gas in class. He'd take the steak out, it was a raw steak, and he'd start beating, beating, beating it with the bat, and the blood would go all over the place. He's real gory, very strange. He's a strange boy, and he does strange psycho things like that, and then he got in trouble for that. He was taken to jail and had to stay in there for 24 hours until they threatened him with taking a bath because he's very dirty, he's filthy. And he said, all right, I will take a bath, but I won't brush my own teeth. And then they said, well, okay. So then they got him out. He took his bath, and then they they attacked him, and they tied him down and brushed his teeth and flossed his teeth for him. And then they ended up pulling some of his teeth without Novocaine, and he was screaming, and he passed out. And then uh, he almost had a heart attack and a brain cramp, except then the whole thing ended up being a bad dream because he passed out from the smell of the raw steak in the classroom. And this is how he told the story of how he recovered from an angel from on high. And I told him, I said, I don't believe one word of you saying, Bobby Baldwin, you is lying. And he was. 
He didn't do any of that. It was all a lie. Oh, God. You eat everything you just oh, said. Oh, my God. That's what So, Pastor yeah. Man, did you also get... I'm just what? curious. Huh. Did you also get a participation trophy of the Dunning-Kruger Awards? I did. Yeah, I thought so. Congratulations. <laughs> it's so cool. It is very cool. I put it up on my broken mantle above the fireplace, and my mantle is broken, and, um, but that's because Pernod has other priorities of the Lord, and that's why I just leave the mantle broken. It reminds Pernod that some people in the world is broken, like sinners and ugly people, and most of my congregation with the wonky-ass cheekbones, you know them inbreds I've talked about before, and Bobby Bogler. And so the broken mantle represents the broken people that Pernod serves with the Lord and my Lord and Lord's sons that we receive from them for Pernod, for Jesus. Oh my God, I just love the sound of your operation. It's so <laughs> mega church-like and rich. That's right, well, Jesus needs to come back rest this time for holiday times, Glenda. I mean, that's why we're doing a Black Friday push with big black cauldrons that we's going to recycle from Halloween and use them for Black Friday. I say, now we need to fill these up until they overflow, just like the Bible says, and then we'll give that to Jesus. But you remember, I need to be the spokesperson at any fundraiser you do, whether it's Halloween with cauldrons or Black Friday with cauldrons. I am the cauldron queen, and I can fill them up better than anyone else because I teach people about how to make an irresistible offer. And then I use my face in the packaging with those fonts, of course, and my toe polish. So, um, just so we stay on track, um, so we all have to go out and get more names for the pre-invite list for our holiday mm -hmm. get-togethers and parties. Is that what the list is for? Yes. Oh, okay. Yes, we need to go out to different functions, community functions. I'm going to the bowling alley tonight. I'll get a few names there, and then I'll come back, freshen up, and I'll go to Motel 6 and get a few more. You know the staff that works at the local Motel 6? Oh, I wasn't thinking of them. Oh, but that's a cool idea. What are you going to do, Motel 6, honey? Linda, if you have to ask, it does not matter anymore. Probably something with sin and smut. Oh. No, you're all wrong. You're totally wrong. I do my Motel 6 meetings on how to make six figures meeting at Motel 6. That's the entire seminar. I got tons of people show up for that. Last week I had 200 people show up for that. And now they're making the big bucks at their own Motel 6. We branch out and take over all of them. Meet at Motel 6 to make six figures. My meeting at Motel 6. It's all about... I got it into kind of an MLM thing and I haven't quite figured out how to make it legal because like all the money just comes up to me and then all the layers down and the different levels of the pyramid but I'm talking to Tinky Tutu and Kaka and we're going to work that out offshore next weekend. Oh my god, so you really are doing a, a real pyramid scheme, uh, like an illegal one. Now that is very interesting because... Well, I don't want to get into the details right now to incriminate Perny, and I'm taking the fifth on this, but I'd be very interested in going in with you on that, Catherine, when you go offshore with Tinky Doodoo and Kaka and straighten it out so it's legal-like, as long as all the money still comes to us. You know, for Jesus, of course. Oh, absolutely. No, it's under a religious organization that I had founded in, um, where was that? Jocelyn, where did I have my 
my nonprofit somewhere in Mexico. It was like two bucks for the whole thing. And anyway, um, that's what it is. But we still get all the money because it's a Motel Six. How to make six figures with Motel Six meetings? Yeah. Something like that. I got a flyer. I'm on it. You have a flyer you can send to me, honey, because mm. I'd like to post that up on the bus. Oh, my God. Maybe I could, you know, <laughs> make a few bucks selling tickets with my pre-list. Yes. And put that flyer on the bus oh with your face. Oh, my God, yes. Make you famous on the bus. Oh, my God, Glenda, you've totally figured out the magic words. Oh, my God, hold on. Johnson, I'm going to be on a bus. Oh, my God. Oh, I can't wait for this. I'm going to have to have my hair restyled and everything for the photo shoot, Glenda. And, well, we'll talk about that later, but yeah. Glenda, the answer is yes. I would love to be okay. on a bus yeah. with my face on the bus. I'm just, I'm so distracted. Uh, what? Joni, where's the tunes? I can hear the tunes. Something uh, I can hear the tunes just fine. Did someone hear that clicking noise on the phones? Is they listening to us again, our friends? Probably. I need to go now. Goodbye. Yeah, so don't be surprised if they show up at your door, both of you, for your pyramid scheme, threatening to go offshore with that. I'm going to go now, Glenda, because oh. this is getting weird. Oh, okay, I, I, I can still hear Will Jocelyn in the kitchen. Jocelyn, is he there, honey? Oh, God. Jocelyn, honey. Sorry, guys. Oh, they're not here. Oh, there he is, Jocelyn. I can hear you. Jocelyn, I can hear you. Well, I gotta go watch Love Boat. Good night, you guys.